for yeah, that you don't own the games. You don't you, own correct. You don't own the games, you but you know what I do own? You know More what money. I do own? More money. Exactly. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say Exactly. Oh. I own... Well, you could argue. You could argue that in owning the games, your assets would equal the money that you saved. <laughs> no, because games you use in value very, very quickly. If you've ever purchased the game, you know the minute you walk out that store, that game like is a worth car. half of it's what like, it yeah, was it's worth. Like a car. <laughs> so therefore. another edition of game wild it's gonna be a unique edition because we're talking about some stuff we've seen so far at e3 um obviously it's been digital so everyone's that sees it has seen it online it hasn't been anywhere like i don't know physical so um really our focus and this is not my fault so don't blame me but bottom line in the situation is that this is probably the best conference so far. So we're going to be going uh, over no, you're mostly. You're biased, though. That's totally biased. Well, that's why I'm <laughs> saying this. Because I need the preference that Square Enix kind of failed in regards to what they were showing off. And, yeah, Warner, Brothers, yeah, yeah. and Warner Brothers Studios didn't show off anything but Back for Blood. And it really wasn't anything to shake a stick at in my opinion so well back for blood is is good i mean that's that's a good game but like yeah i mean uh a day one xbox game pass game by the way uh but yeah yet. it's but but like okay which we'll listen, go over Brothers. <laughs> yeah we will we'll be going over everything um we're just gonna go straight up like off script today it's all just talking about this press conference specifically um we did shoot later in the day we were gonna try to do a live stream with it but that just didn't work out so we just went back to it and we looked over the games and got impressions on it to talk to you guys about but listen screenix really didn't come out with anything new and groundbreaking warner brothers just did back for blood they didn't show off gotham knights they didn't show off a new um, game from NetherRealm studios or anything like that which would have been amazing they didn't show off the harry potter stuff so it was really rough for Warner Brothers games not to kind of throw that stuff in there a little bit. Well, let me just, so before, so like Brotherford said, I feel like we have a shit ton to talk about. So <laughs> um, most of this is going to be Bethesda Microsoft because that was one of the, the larger, more anticipated conferences as well. But better um, real quick. Yeah, we know you freaking biased Jesus. Well, we're right. Sony. Well, so, we're Sony's. Well, Sony's not. Sony Sony's not there. going at all. So, I know, so there's nothing to compete with. Were, really. Exactly. But the, um, my point right. being. But 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 hold on. I just do because you mentioned like Square Enix kind of floundered too. So I did want to mention because Square Enix mm -hmm. was was a little bit anticipated as well. Like people were looking forward to it. They didn't fail, but they didn't really impress too much. So there's. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which looked pretty cool. So that, that yeah. they're making, and that, then so the, that is, and then they have the uh, Avengers. Well, DLC. what's noticeable? What's noticeable? Of Wakanda. Guardians of the Galaxy. If you look at the actual gameplay, yeah, the Wakanda one. Uh, there's yeah. that too. There's none of the original actors in it, which I met. You know, they probably would have had to pay a premium to get like well, their they, their. They did the same thing. What do you mean? Listen, they did the same thing with Avengers, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, it, it kind of stinks that they couldn't get them. But anyways. Um, and then some update for Life is Strange, I guess. But really, the the biggest thing of that whole show for Square Enix was Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which, and I'm and I'm quoting here from from Polygon because I really don't know what I'll say about it. But it's Ninja Gaiden and Neo developer Team Ninja are making a new Final Fantasy spinoff game for Square Enix. It's going to come to PS4, PS5, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X in, in 2022. And it's going to be available as a trial version on PS5 starting actually today through June 24th if you guys want to check it out. But I right. don't know. It looked like to me they're like remaking all of the Final Fantasies, but they're saying it's a spinoff. Listen, so maybe it's just, I don't know. Just just, so, we'll just so you guys know, I'm just I'm scrolling through Twitter real quick. I just tried to play the Stranger of Paradise demo, and apparently the demo slash files are corrupted. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yep. Um, that's so awesome. hopefully they... Hopefully they get that fixed. They'll probably um, extend the window if that's the case. If I were to guess, instead of instead of June twenty fourth, uh, hold on a second. There is another one that was pretty five, uh, pretty funny. I'm just trying to see if I can find it. 
That's that that's that that's like a bad taste too because that's probably the one good thing from Square Enix in that in that. Uh, Where Enix conference. really phoned it in with those classic Final Fantasy reveals today. <laughs> Stopped watching the Square Enix after Guardians of the Galaxy, and it seems like I may have missed the best part of E3. Which is the Microsoft Go. What? No, no, they're referring to the Final Fantasy. Like, all right, so let's let's be real. That Final Fantasy announcement is pretty huge because they're finally starting to take the franchise and branch off into. We saw the MMO they were talking about. There was a Final Fantasy VII. Um, that that. What was it? The Battle Royale that they announced. They showed some gameplay for that again as well. Um, so stuff like that too. But like there's Square Enix is doing good things, but they definitely did not like super duper impress. And yes, Rutherford, Rough House, yes, I agree. I will give you credit, at least for yet or today, anyways, because we're recording on Sunday. Listen, yeah, happened. listen. Microsoft Nintendo, conference seemed like the best. Nintendo could knock it out of the park. They could, yep. Um, you know, there's a couple of other ones, I think. Um, we still have a lot to go this week. Like, th- today was the no, first day, right? The, no, today's the second. Second day, second day, second day. So, right. yeah, so yeah, we, we got just... a long way to go. I, I still am very disappointed that Sony is not present because, I don't know, it's, it always feels like Xbox versus Sony, and it's nice to kind of compare and contrast when they have conferences. But um, with that said, though, let's get into – what we're here for, which is the Bethesda Microsoft conference. And as always, and we're going to do for Enix presentation because I am still looking through tweets and <laughs> I'm trying to find good That's... ones to say, because some of them are really just memes, which are just as good. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you're but... going to get a shit ton of memes. The, the day of any conference, you're going to get a ton of people shitting on like everything. Like Microsoft probably has a ton of stuff negative about it too, even though Yeah, they, they I don't know. I'm I don't know. They they pretty much nailed it. I was it. looking they, through they hit it out of the park. I yeah, mean they, they, there might be some people, but like this is like people waiting for Final Fantasy sixteen announcement and then it's a picture of a guy sitting in front of a computer dressed as a clown. Yeah. Like like that you know it's Yeah but you really know what just... they're Square Enix is so known for that. You know how many times like Look how long we were waiting for Final Fantasy VII Remake announcement. Literally for like 10 years. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's just, that's typical for, for Final Fantasy. We'll, we'll get an announcement at some point. But, um, all right. Question of the week. Sorry. Getting Sorry, started. Guys. Question of the week. You're getting <laughs> off track. You're getting no, off live track. Reaction. <laughs> live reaction of the Square Enix 3 conference is just people sleeping in a bed. Uh, <laughs> See, you're just oh, okay. see. All right, all right. Glow. You know what? Bask in the glory. I get it. You're just happy well, that Microsoft no, finally killed it and it made everybody else look like shit. I get it. They finally I, no, did no, it. It's, it's not that. Listen, yes, guys, it is. If you listen, <laughs> listen. Hold on. If you guys have been listening since day one, okay, day one to our podcast, you know that I've been touting Microsoft even during some of the darker times when everyone was like, oh. Look at the PlayStation 5 versus the Xbox Series X. Oh my god, all these great first party releases. PlayStation 5 is still killing stuff. it with sales by the way. They're still blowing away Microsoft. Listen, FYI. I, I'm not I'm not <laughs> debating this. I'm not debating that. And right, guess what? Right, right, you continue. you can buy a PlayStation 5 and you can pay $70 for their for their uh, yeah, first party I, titles I know, I know, where I, know, I, I can buy a Series X and I can pay $14 a month and get all of their titles yeah, yeah, day yeah, 1 yeah, yeah, without yeah, having to pay $70. So like I've told Doza in the past, and I will say it now, if you get the Ultimate Game Pass, which is like, I think, $15, $15 a month, right? Yeah. yeah. So that comes out to be a hundred and what? A hundred and seventy-five dollars a, a year. Per year. It's just but 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 hold on, let's do the math. Do 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 it's math time. Uh Miles. Yeah. Is this a new segment? It's $180. Okay, yeah. $180 a year. So let's say the price point stands. Let's say $70 is the price point going forward for next gen. Mm-hmm. That means within a given year, all Microsoft needs to do is release three titles that are at $70. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is over the one year. To compensate right? for that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That you want to play. I know. I agree. With that you. could be there on day one. And they announced. Well, yeah. When we go over, when we go over all these, I'm gonna like. I'll tell you right now. There's more than three that I would play personally. And I can tell you, mm-hmm. I am. I've been a, a member of Ultimate for a while because I was able to figure out a way to, to get it. Get cheap. it for, I've been on that bandwagon for, too with you. So, so <laughs> listen, I'm not even paying that yet. 
So yeah. I'm I'm like like this Christmas when in, yeah. this Christmas when I'm playing Infinite and not spending seventy dollars on it on my Series X, it's because I've been an Xbox guy, and that's it. All right, and well listen. Go. We we'll go through it. But okay. bottom line of the situation is, is that listen to all the podcasts we've ever done, and you will hear that I've been bashed on because Sony had so many first party titles and don't know. You're about still gonna this get bashed off for that because I still think Microsoft's first well, party titles suck. The, really? The, well, we're about to see some that are coming out that are yeah. gonna be pretty rocking. You were like, possibly just like salivating over oh, Halo. Halo. Yeah, but Halo's. We knew Halo. Halo was always there. Halo, nothing yeah. changed. There's nothing new. Is the yeah. problem? Oh, 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 really? Well, well now they just, I almost saw they just you jump out of your pants. They just I saw you announced. jumping <laughs> out of your your pants when you saw some of the new moves you could do in that game. So Listen, when we talk about those, we'll talk about those. All right. Okay. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of I oh. listen. I definitely for the most part feel that Microsoft is definitely on the right path. 100. percent Listen, let's talk about the question of the week. All right. Which is basically what were you anticipating for the C3? Which, by the way, we, we still could see. Well, for some Xbox of it, Bethesda. But for Xbox, but, but Bethesda. For Xbox Bethesda, straight up, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be in regards to Halo Infinite, was what I was looking forward to. On Halo was in what my I was, cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like super, like, just there. And for other things off topic, but in the realm of our question. Mm-hmm. overall at E3 would love to have seen stuff that wasn't shown like the Harry Potter game. Yeah. Like the, like yeah. the, the Arkham Knights game, because that's going to be amazing. Um, I was hoping to hear a Marvel game from NetherRealm studios coming through, but that never came to be. Um, yeah, and they... I hope honestly, and I hope Nintendo like announces some really awesome Mario game. Quite honestly, I, that, oh, that would be cool. Will, yeah. But mm-hmm. well, they, they're going to probably push Pokemon. Mario golf. Well, they're going to push Mario Golf a lot Arcaeus, because that's coming out soon. Pokemon You know, Arcaeus, and some of Well, yeah, they could be pushing that stuff too, but it's so just... I... That, but that's really what I was looking forward to. And I'm actually going to look up real quick what the E3... What's left of E3 to kind of to it's say... It's mainly Nintendo, I think, is the big thing to look forward to now. But... No, because you want to know what Ubisoft's going to have something tomorrow, I believe, if not tonight. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm Ubisoft looking it up there. right yep, now. Yep, yep. My, um... So I was anticipating Halo the most, which they rocked. And then honestly, if I were to think of the second thing I was anticipating was Bethesda announcing a new title that they're making, which they did, which we're going to get to in a second. They're a brand new title, two brand new titles, actually, that have never, you guys have never played them. They just started uh, getting involved in developing them and whatnot. So, well, okay. So hold on a second. There were some things that were dropped too that we might not have talked about uh, because we're kind of focusing on, well, listen. Oh, you mean between yesterday and today? Right, because yeah. yesterday they did announce a Borderlands game, um, Tiny Tina's uh, Adventures in Wonderland or something. That game looks awesome. It's a it's a Borderlands game. So that th- those are the types of things that you know we might not talk a lot about because we're focusing so much on the Bethesda game. But oh, yeah. just for for you guys' no- knowledge, tomorrow, which is when you'll be listening to this podcast, Monday, June fourteenth, um, Take Two Interactive, Mythical Games. There's going to mm-hmm. be an indie showcase, Freedom Games, Ven, Capcom. Capcom once again yeah Street Fighter 6 that's what I'm hoping for probably not gonna happen but then Razor who cares um Tuesday (laughs) June 15th poor Razor (laughs) well it's a freaking like it's a mouse company like I don't yeah I don't you're gonna gonna make the Nintendo glove that's what they're gonna do that's what we're gonna announce right I I do have a Razor Um, mouse by the way oh there you go nice (laughs) the the Razor well watch death Uh, death out of here first you heard it here first. Razer's going to make some type of peripheral for um, Oculus or something That'd like that. Cool. So that's what's going to get announced there. Yeah. If I hit that, if I hit that, you heard it here first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to you. Whether I was right or wrong, you heard it here first. Um, Nintendo is starting off the day on Tuesday. Then Bandai Namco. Yep. So you could see some cool stuff there. Um, and that's really it. So... Yeah, Bandai, Capcom, and Nintendo then. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Take Capcom, Two. Take yeah. Two, I guess, as well. Take two doesn't take two do Tony Hawk. They did, I believe. Yeah. So they they might be doing something with Tony Hawk again. I don't Maybe know. Maybe expansion to the possibly. To the, uh, Where is game. wait? Who made Twisted Metal? Oh no, that's a Sony system. That's a Sony. It's a Sony that's Studios Sony. or whatever. Okay, well, no Sony, so rip that, I guess. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So some of the stuff they did announce in Microsoft Bethesda. We might get to some of the other stuff on next week when the the whole E three is over too. 
Um, So, Starfield. Starfield was announced as a Bethesda game. And actually, I know they announced it at the end, but we might as well talk about Bethesda in its entirety first, uh, Rough House. So, the other one announced was Redfall, which would be coming out summer of 2022. Starfield, uh, I don't recall a release date, so I think that one's probably further out, to be honest with you. But um, I'll double-check it. Both will be exclusive to Xbox because these are new Bethesda titles. So the other ones obviously are still available on PlayStation and, and Nintendo and stuff like that. Um, so Starfield was basically, it's just, you're out November in space. 11. It's a sci-fi November. 11, oh, this November? 2022. 11? No, 2022. Oh, so that one's further out. Okay. Yeah. So um, Starfield, you're in space. It's sci-fi. looks kind of like an MMO RPG, something like that. Um, they didn't really get too in depth to it. Redfall looks good. That kind of gave me like a, Kind of like a, I don't know what, maybe like a Borderlands vibe, kind of Redfall with like Destiny. Like it looked like you had classes. It was kind of cartoony characters. There was a lot of back and forth comedy talk, you know, throughout. Well, the there's a lot scenes. of special. There's a lot of special abilities. I don't think it's going to be something where it's going to be you're going to be picking. I think you're going to be able to pick that character, and that character is going to have those special abilities. I don't think it's a like a like a destiny where you pick a character and then you pick its class. Oh, gotcha. I think you're okay. gonna be like you're gonna yeah. pick one of those characters. Gotcha. And you're gonna have their abilities. So yeah, and yeah. I and I think you know what I and I've always said this is my problem with Destiny. Destiny's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but Destiny's story honestly was lacking a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't really do it right. Yeah. Um, like Diablo. Diablo does it over and over again. The story is still good every time that you which actually will also bring up. You re- yeah, which will also bring up. There's another Diablo announcement, which you'll even replay Diablo 87 times just to get that one loot item that you haven't gotten yet, and you still aren't tired right. of the story. De- um, Destiny's story not that great. This Redfall game, which has a similar Destiny vibe, it's a looter shooter. It kind of looks like, but it, it's you could tell with the. You really can't say that. Though, Maybe not looter. Yeah, no you can't play. really say looter. There's yeah. like there was no gameplay. Basically, you're gonna be it was a story cultists line. and vampires. That's it. So. It was it was really just CGI that that they showed. But that gives me hope that I'll it's a lot more. Yeah, yeah. That gives me hope that it was a lot more focused on the storyline. Yeah, it does which which like. I which I like. Like I want that, especially from like I said to you, the Avengers comedy kind of like be in action but then thrown in the comedy that i love that that is so so good for entertainment so um but yeah so bethesda everybody was worried like great xbox bought bethesda what the hell are they doing this actually looks like a really quick turnaround i don't know about you rough house but summer 2022 and then by the end of the year 2022 already with two brand new titles in addition to working on everything else yep that is impressive if they actually pull it off and make two new games that are that are actually good yeah. I feel like no, Redfall would be better than super... Starfield, though. Well, I guess it all depends on taste, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Or, or I'm just predisposed to like anything in space. Just seems kind of gimmicky. I, I think I'm, I kind of just have always. Well, you know, it's funny. Somebody did make a comment on Twitter that it's like, "Who? A lot of space games this year." Yeah, it's like every everybody wants to be in space because that's like the cool place to be, right? Like Final Frontier, bro. Isn't but Bezos is like trying to go into bro, space next bro, month? He is. Isn't he? Who, yeah. Who, who cares? Um, <laughs> who cares about that guy? I don't know what he's he talking about. He sold his shares. He sold a bunch of his shares. Let's <laughs> go figure. Yeah. No shit. Go yeah. Figure. I wonder how that works. Stalker Two, which um, I don't know, you weren't watching with me when I saw this one, but Stalker yeah. Two. Yeah. Um, was another game that it didn't say it was available day one on Game Pass. Um, I think it is though because there's three other titles that weren't, and they said 27 out of 30 titles were Game Pass available. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you the three in a second. But Stalker Two, uh, basically, just look like a game that they're trying to pitch as the crisis of this generation, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So because they they were like the first thing right on the stage, they're like. This is going to make use of 4K and ray tracing and blah, blah, blah. And then they put it on and it looks freaking gorgeous. So I think this is just crisis of our generation. Whether or not it's good, I don't actually think matters. I think it's just going to be the game that people with really cool gaming units get to like see if mm-hmm. they can play it. <laughs> like that's, right, exactly. that's literally what crisis was to me, you know? So it wasn't a terrible game, but um, so yeah. So the three games that I just mentioned are that weren't Game Pass available were Hades, which is mm-hmm. um, it's coming to Xbox. It's just not going to be available on Game Pass. Diablo 2 Resurrected was announced, which we'll get into in a second, and Far Cry 6, of, of course. 
Uh, <laughs> or not necessarily, of course. I mean, Far Cry, it would have been crazy if they got that for Game Pass, but they didn't. So, how do you feel about Diablo 2 Resurrected, Roughhouse? I feel the same way I felt like when they first did it, when they first announced it. You know, like, great, we can replay Diablo 2 with better <laughs> graphics, cool. And it looks you know, like, like Diablo hopefully... 3. It looks really good. Yeah, and hopefully they don't drop the ball on this, which it doesn't look like they're doing. But, um, you know, obviously the Warcraft 3 Reforged was a... Um, a pretty flop. Was yeah. a big drop. So mm -hmm. let's let's hope that they don't make the same mistakes with Diablo 2 Resurrected, which it doesn't sound like they are. No. So, you know what? Hope Here's hoping. And I, I think I mentioned you too. I don't... Uh, it doesn't surprise me that it's not available on Game Pass because it is Blizzard after all, and we all know they're yeah, like listen, money grubbing... Money a lot of the third party, a lot of the third party companies are going to have a lot of difficulty getting on Game Pass if they don't want to, you know. But what I mean by that is more or less like Microsoft doesn't need to shell out a bunch of money, which Blizzard probably wanted for something like that. So, is what it is. So, all right. If you, if this is okay with you, Roughhouse, yeah, I am going to because i'm trying to think of how to attack this list right like they they put a lot of games i think on there here. are stuff that we could just just like, well just i'm just say, gonna hey, listen, like what's interesting well i was gonna i was gonna rattle them all off first to just say hey okay. here's all the games that are gonna be available on day uh day one game pass with the release date and then mm -hmm. we can kind of talk about what what matters you know um and then we'll probably argue about game pass again because that's what we do when we talk about microsoft no here, in addition to the other stuff that I already mentioned, uh, so Stalker 2 and Starfield will be available on Game Pass. Here are the other games that are going to be available uh, on Game Pass. Most of them day one Game Pass, which is something they kept putting up during the conference. So, Back for Blood, Contraband, which is a new co-op shooter type thing that they uh, announced. All of the Yakuza, I think they're counting that as one game, but every single Yakuza, even the new one, Like a Dragon, I think is the new one. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Actually, sorry, this is another one that's uh, not exclusive or on Game Pass. As, or sorry, just not exclusive. This is on Game Pass. So Battlefield 2042. Um, 12 Minutes, which is a game that we saw announced before. Psychonauts. Um, 10 more titles from Bethesda were just recently added, which is Arx Fatalis, Dishonored, Doom, The Evil Within 2, Rage, Wolfenstein 2, Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, and Fallout 3. So basically all of Fallout is available on Game Pass um doom eternal is also going to get a free next gen upgrade for all owners fyi more game pass stuff uh elder or sorry party animals hades somerville uh halo infinite will be available on game pass multiplayer which i don't oh, know everything. which will is it everything okay yeah maybe yeah, yeah, yeah it's everything diablo 2 uh, is not gonna be on there a plague tale rakeem slime rancher 2 shredders atomic heart uh replaced shroom and doom update or no, that's just an update um euden chronicle 100 heroes and rising which is like a, kind of an anime rpg type thing which actually looked interesting the ascent age of empires 4 which is incredible Arter, outer worlds 2 which is incredible among us will eventually be added which i don't necessarily think is incredible but i mean it's a super popular game so whatever to, in case you guys were worried, Top Gun, the expansion pack for the Microsoft Flight Simulator, is going to be on Game Pass. Forza Horizon 5, and uh, that's that's it. And then Redfall, I imagine, because it's a Bethesda game, will eventually be, you know, damn game. Yes, game Pass. yes, it will be. So, the first thing that I want to point out, because I know, you know, Game Pass, yes, okay, it is a so valuable. Mm. There's so much value. All right, here. well, okay, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about this real quick. Okay, Where do you want to so start? Where do you want to start? Well, no, I'm going to start with what games am I looking forward to play that are going to be on Game Pass? Okay. Does it make it worthwhile? Were okay. we able to hit the 180 mark? You now, know, we won't know, you know for we're sure. Gonna, you know we're going to hit we it. Won't know for, hold on a second. We won't <laughs> know for sure because we don't know how much all these titles are going to be. We can assume that it's Halo would come out at seventy dollars, yeah, right? But not every one of these games. Some of these games still the look ones like that a we want to play are probably going to be or forty. Like, let's All be right, honest. so obviously we'll start off with Halo. Yeah, right. That's easy. So that's seventy bucks. <laughs> keep a keep a tally in the middle for the for the video. Ba boom. Ba -boom. Or, okay, Halo. All right, Halo. Really interested in Atomic Heart. 
can't can't I, gotta say I love that like weird style of game that's kind of like a mixture of Bioshock slash Fallout. It did look so, interesting. Yeah. So I'll put I'll put a Tom and Cart there. Let's say that's sixty. Let's let's play the game a little bit. So what are we at right now? So we're at one hundred and thirty dollars. Well, if you want to be honest, Atomic Heart looks like it would be like a twenty dollars game. If you want me to be honest. No, it doesn't. Yes, it was. Was that the two D side scroller? Oh, no, no, that was Atomic replaced. Heart. Atomic Heart was the first person shooter that I thought was oh, out of rooms at first. Okay, yeah, that that would be fifty or sixty. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. So we'll say sixty. Yep. Um, Outer Worlds two, definitely. So that's a sixty dollars game minimum. That's probably gonna be seventy. Right? That'll probably we'll be say 70. 70. Okay, so we already we already beat it. We're right there, two hundred bucks, right there. Yeah, no shit. I know. I get, like it. I get it. I get it, Rofan. And, 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 and you know what? Just for the just for the sake of you, uh-huh. I'll throw in Age of Empires four, which is probably fifty bucks. No, that so would be seventy. Two, that would one hundred percent be seventy. Two hundred and seventy dollars of value. Mm-hmm. Not to mention any other game. I feel like just picking up and playing when I'm just that? bored. I don't want to. I don't I'm not into racing games anymore. I I mean I just mentioned it because it's a it's a top top tier. But like, but, but my point. Title. But my point being is this. I'm getting at least two hundred and seventy dollars worth of of games for hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. And that doesn't include the times that I feel like picking up a game just to play, whether it's with my kid or something that's on Game Pass already. But I will give you the caveat, as always. You don't own the games. So throw yeah, that out. you don't own the games. You don't you, own correct. You don't own the games, you but you know what I do own? You know more what money. I do own? More money? Exactly. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say Exactly. Oh. I own... Well, I you could argue you could argue that in owning the games your assets would equal the money that you saved. <laughs> no, because games you use in value very, very quickly. <laughs> if you've ever purchased the game, you know the minute you walk out that store, that game like is a worth car. half of it's what like, it yeah, was it's worth. Like a car. <laughs> oh, therefore you have to have I'm like going to say, you have to have like the original no. Final Fantasy on Nintendo Entertainment System for that to have gone up in value which I have, by the way. <laughs> well, my point so. being is that you can try to make any type of silly excuse you want for saying why Game Pass doesn't have the value. No, 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 it does. Listen, I'm not it's, disputing yeah, that bro. anymore. This this, yeah. this conference cemented bro. Game Pass as a valuable gamer-oriented bro. option. This yeah. is, it's, well, it's 100% like, gamer-centric gamer. You know, but like, even think about it like this, right? Games that I would play with my kid that I probably wouldn't buy that I wouldn't buy, but I can play now, like Slime Rancher Two, stuff like that, like silly games that you could just like pick up with for your kid and play that you might have had to have bought bought for them if they wanted it. You know, now you can just be like, hey, it's on Game Pass, we can play it. You know, we play Plants vs Zombies all the time. That's included in Game Pass, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And that's another thing. EA isn't on this. I am extremely surprised that Electronic Arts was not on this list. Not just in the Microsoft Bethesda conference, but just in general with E3, no EA yeah. on the list, which which kind of surprises me, because they have such a good array of like Madden, you know, like, like football's back. Football is even bigger than ever. They've expanded the season by a week, so you would think that they'd want to push out Madden and start showing it. Actually, I don't know if I've seen anything about Madden twenty. 2022 except for the fact that they're really going to try to fix franchise mode because people are complaining about it so much but outside of that i don't know if i've seen any gameplay or who even the cover person is going to be for for it i haven't seen actually i'm gonna look that up yeah i'm gonna look that up while you go through the games that you're excited for in game pass because so even though he shits on it he's got it no dude listen i have it and this is what i actually read another article too um about game pass and microsoft's vision for the future and the other big thing with microsoft is that it's giving people multiple outlets to play games you can own game pass and you can play it on your system in your living room you could go over to your pc and play it i mean although some like age of empires 4 is only available on pc game pass so like that's there is some caveats with that as well but you could go anywhere you get anywhere that you can play game pass on you can actually play these games which is I think definitely a step towards the future of gaming. Um, Sony has PlayStation now. They could roll out something like this. They just have chosen not to yet. So, all right. The games that I would honestly, all of the Yakuza games, all of them, 
So even if we just count the last Yakuza game, all right, cool. There's 70 for me. Um, all the Fallout games. Let's if even if I just count the most recent Fallout, there's one for me. So that's that's what 140. Wolfenstein 2, that's 210. Uh, Doom, I I like Doom as well. So that's what is that 280? Yeah, but I'm not talking about like cherry picking games though. I'm like saying, hey, you would buy these games even if you didn't. I would buy those games. Okay. I would. You should see my game collection. Like I know I don't have a lot Listen, of time to, I know, to play games. I, I know but you like, do, but, yeah, <laughs> but no. I have way too many games I don't have time for. Um, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, our Hades wasn't on it. Um, Halo, of course, I'd be buying. Um, what else? I Ayuden Chronicle Hundred Heroes and Rising, that RPG I mentioned, I would totally be buying. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires 4, 100 percent. Outer Worlds 2, 100 percent. Uh. I mean, Forza's like 50-50. Sometimes I gra- I buy Gran Turismo Forza. Sometimes I don't. It depends. But even so, I mean, what was that? Like maybe seven or eight games that like, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 those are all, those seven or eight games for the most part, minus Ayudan Chronicles, because that's like just something that I like. All those games that I listed off are like AAA titles. Like they're mm-hmm. all like, you know, Doom and Wolfenstein. These are all big names that people know halo like the fact that halo infinite multiplayer is going to be free and on game pass is insane mm-hmm. right that, that so opens if you up, bought oh the game God. so for the use who for you who don't know what he's talking about if you buy the game you didn't have game pass if you didn't even have xbox live gold you get to play the multiplayer for yeah. halo at no charge which is yep. something that um is a big change for microsoft microsoft has kind of started to do this because even the free-to-play games well like so here's the thing like free-to-play games like fortnite and other games that you would have played it is more like dc online and stuff like that the all these games you used to have to play uh pay to play Mm -hmm. on microsoft's systems now you don't so they're just getting with the times which which i commend them for it's fair yeah exactly because that that needs to happen because it Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the same with other consoles but for sure with microsoft no sony's been off of that for a while as well and, and like you know league of legends is really the other one league of legends literally makes money from being a, a free game like they make the most money out of any video game in the world being a free game so like clearly charging people to play online is not the way to go about things which is why blizzard sucks now because blizzard's charging people to play wild monthly like they make an insane yep. amount of money off that but they're losing player base year after year after year after year yeah microtransactions and things like that is the way to go go. and they just got greedy because they do both so quite frankly it's it's like that's what it comes (laughs) up to yeah exactly so hopefully they'll lose enough money that one day they'll be like hey you know what maybe we should do it this way are we actively wanting blizzard to like fail as a company like is that is that the no we want blizzard to wake the f up yeah no i agree i agree they need to get with the times they're behind you know it's stupid to charge for a an expansion pack for a game and not give you some free time with it like oh yeah come on it's it give you a, it should come with at least a free month when you buy an expansion if not six like it's it's well like, you know, I'm, listen i'm just trying to be i'm trying to be realistic or three maybe three would be like a, a i mean i would yeah. go I, I but still you know what i mean because then they'd feel like oh well, we lost revenue on the game because the game was 60 dollars or 50 bucks yeah. and uh a three-month subscription is you know 45 so so a couple other things five bucks on it. a couple other things they mentioned um the pit is a new expansion for fallout 76 which is apparently doing pretty well now that they've given it away to everybody uh if you don't recall fallout 76 had a shit ton of stuff wrong with it when it was first released um and it's based in pittsburgh if you couldn't guess hence the name elder scrolls online now has 18 million players uh blackwood chapter is their their most recent that is also on game pass for free which is nice or well free i always say free in quotes because technically you pay for the game pass but like you know what i mean right um halo infinite i do want to all right let's take a second to talk about halo infinite how much how much halo did you you said you didn't really play too many first person shooters when you were younger or like now even no i didn't play too many um multiplayer I played the shit out of out of first oh person out of first person uh, like on the story the did, story I, yes I am just not a multiplayer fan so I have been with 
hate with Master Chief since day one, ride or die, gone through the whole entire thing, been with him through it all. Even played when you had to be both the the other Spartan and him in five. Yep, yep, yep. You know, whatever. But still, go back to my man. My boy. Yeah, my boy, Master Chief is right. This is um mm-hmm. so the, the multiplayer is free, like we mentioned. They kind of seem like they were insinuating maybe it might be like pc multiplayer can play online with xbox yeah it seemed like there was a possibility that could be cross-platform play but we can't confirm that but it's not that way but yeah so you know either way it's still really positive yeah you can get this game and you can play it and play with your friends and if somebody happens not to have you know xbox live which i'd be surprised but if they didn't but again, but they were, but they bought the game. They can play it. That's the for, that's oh, the Fortnite great. effect in my mind, right? Like, it's free to play and and cross platform. That's literally Fortnite. Like Fortnite was the first one to push, you know, a, a battle royale or a shooter cross platform multiplayer, and it mm-hmm. makes sense. Like like Halo almost has to follow suit in order to be successful, mm-hmm. or at least launch yeah. and then immediately have news saying, "Hey, three months post launch, we're gonna have cross platform play enabled." Right? Like, and there and and listen, the gameplay that they showed oh. wasn't super new to what we've seen from the from the last time they showed gameplay, but there's a lot of strategy that will go will get be involved in when playing this game. So I have to say that it definitely has its like positives for multiplayer can't say that i would still play multiplayer but it does look intriguing i'm all multiplayer all day i really am Mm -hmm. what is what is the i don't know why don't kill me i feel so stupid i can't remember the name of the the what is it called the the rope with the spear on it that they shoot uh like like a grappling hook grappling hook kind of all right, i guess let's call it a grappling hook i know there was like a better word than like spear rope so <laughs> there's a thing um, that you throw <laughs> there's there's this like rope that basically like imagine you have like a spider-man shooter and it's imagine that you're, yeah imagine that you're scorpion and you're just yeah, there throwing you go. it yeah. out and get over here every <laughs> time you basically i don't know if this is a permanent attribute or maybe i think it was was it odst i think it was odst where they introduced or might it might have been just three the like the x button was like you could throw up the bubble or you could uh like there was always there was like the special thing you could do right you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. I right, was it odst mm-hmm. i think it was odst i don't remember all right but anyways probably um, so it looked like those mechanics were again in the game, which I do like. I personally like those. I know those actually got a little bit of flack uh, when they were out mm-hmm. in whatever Halo they were originally out in, which I think is why ODST never really did crazy good. Um, mm-hmm. But I like it. And in addition to that, it seemed like you had this other secondary, like you have your primary and your secondary weapon, but mm-hmm. like you had, like, it almost seems like you have a grenade. And then you have that X button to throw up like the bubble or whatever. Yeah, you had a grenade, but then you had something that was like on your forearm. And then something else on your forearm. Yeah. So you actually had Which was either a grappling hook or some type of shield that you could like reflect things back. Probably like a parry kind of situation. Oh, I saw that too. If yep, you, did, yep, yep. If you yeah. did it like right on time, I'm assuming. Um, stuff like that. So, because I think that would just be a little broken if you just keep pressing it yeah you're probably gonna time it right yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. or it's like a one-time use thing or something like that yeah so you know that that mechanic that looks like it's coming into play looks amazing and i mean listen it's just it's halo come on but it's it's the yeah but the the that grappling hook i think actually represents a lot more than we think right because when halo 5 came out they had they they added that little like boost forward that you could do or boost to the left or boost to the right, kind of like dodge people, right? And that was really cool in and of itself. Um, and then, of course, like climbing onto stuff where you could like jump up to the edge and then hit the button again and then climb over. Uh, so there's a lot of cool movement mechanics there. This goes one step further because, oh my God, the the second I saw this, this this was like, I got chills when I saw this because it, it brought me back to like playing Halo 2 at like 2 o'clock in the morning, drinking Mountain Dews until I gained like 87 pounds. And just playing multiplayer with random guys online, random girls online. And whenever you heard that the announcer, like, double kill, triple yeah, kill, right? So, that, yeah. so but, I, like, I've heard all those, right? I've overkill. Like, I've, I've heard all of those kills. 
But this time, there was one that I didn't hear. I've never heard this one, Joe. And it was basically like, I, I don't even actually remember the second word to it, but they used that grappling hook. They shot up in the air. And you said it wasn't a Banshee? What was it? It was like some sort of aircraft. It was some type of aircraft, though. Yeah, yeah. it was some sort of aircraft that you could you could drive it, right? So it wasn't necessarily a Banshee. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't Alien. I think it was actually USMC or whatever. So uh, anyways, mm-hmm. you we grappled the aircraft from the ground and then ripped us ripped ourselves up onto it and then opened the hood punched the person whipped them out and then got into it and then you hear the announcer go like grapple takeover like like whatever whatever that keyword is for what you just did and i got the chills because i'm like oh my god it's new it's new it's a new announcer thing that you can do and it's cool and then they show you like taking the grappling hook and like there'll be a a weapon flying through the air and you just grapple hook the weapon and pull it to you like that's insane mm-hmm. like that mean that means like think about this but think about this when you really go in to play the game this is in, this is crazy for competitive esports play for a shooter right because think about this in call of duty or something if me and you are on the same team roughhouse i could drop my weapon or i could jump off of something and drop my weapon mid-air so it's falling and then you my teammate can grab it from halfway across the map so if we want to trade sniper or something like that that adds an insane element of strategy to the game and i think it's probably one of the best things to get added to a shooter in a very long time i don't know Mm. if cod had something similar to it maybe they did maybe they didn't i don't play a whole lot of cod to know all that i recall but to add that to halo i think is absolutely amazing and i think that one integral addition keeping everything else the same because everything else was like it looks like halo it doesn't look yeah, yeah, it doesn't look sure. different 100%. it looks better it looks like it has it's all the nice same mechanics yeah it's halo though but it's 100%. they didn't they didn't change any of the core concepts which i think is what they had to do to make this game be successful just remake the freaking thing make a bomb ass story make master chief be the shit like oh, he's yeah. always been and just kill everything in his path and be amazing and have a sure, really yeah. good multiplayer and call it a day. Like you don't need to don't yeah. mess with the equation. <laughs> like it's nope. it's already there. So and apparently Cortana well, was deleted. So that's that's well, that was the story. We'll find out more about that in the story. So that's good. Yeah. She's definitely not deleted. No. Um no way. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, like like I had said, everything else looks really great. Um looking forward to some of the newer titles like the Redfall, um, oh, Auto yeah. Worlds 2 um atomic car th- those games all look great and they'll all be part of game pass and I-, I don't have much else to say honestly i don't know what else you want to add to it but i think we've um, kind of kind of like slammed out most of the stuff and the only I'm thing excited about. i will i will say the one negative thing the one bad okay. thing and i hate when, i hate when people do this but i can also appreciate that i think they recognize that they didn't mention these at all and they had to at least say something so that people didn't think they just like didn't give a shit and that Mm -hmm. was at the very end mr philip decided to barely be like oh yeah and we're working on fable and elder scrolls 6 like by the way and then just like go go on casually to the next oh yeah because they probably don't have anything really worth showing so why show anything at all you know i yeah i know And, and and like so but that begs the question then well, Fable too, because Fable isn't Fable Microsoft Studios now. Like, because didn't mm-hmm. they buy out what's his face's company, the guy that originally mm-hmm. made the game? So, um, and Elder Scrolls Six is Bethesda. So, what th- mm-hmm. that this is what concerns me a little bit. I did mention that the two games that Bethesda said hundred and forty dollars put away for next year. Well, yeah, exactly. But those two games, they're obviously working on, and then they have all the other games that are already in their repertoire. Is Elder Scrolls Six or any other games for that matter taking a hit because they're now work they're they're be I don't know if they're being forced to make two new games because Microsoft acquired them like I don't know what no. I don't know how that relationship the stuff doesn't the but... stuff doesn't happen listen none of that shit gets done overnight Redfall was probably in production before Bethesda was bought so was Starlands or whatever the hell the name is because there's no way they're good yeah that's, that in yeah three yeah, yeah. months that they'd have that type of stuff to show off. I mean, even a video, even a video. I just don't see it. I mean, I, 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 I tend it. to agree. I tend to agree. Micro, it is Microsoft I though. Think, they could have, they could have like doubled Bethesda's team size when they purchased them, and then like. I mean, that, they could have, but that probably would have been to 
help push games like uh, like Elder Scrolls Six, and they so and probably push these games that were probably in development yeah. and just weren't ready to be shown or ready to be kind of talked about. So I'm surprised yeah. Fable. He like I'm actually surprised we didn't see something more for Fable because didn't we already see that in the last? We saw that I believe in one of the uh, Xbox Series yeah. X like Microsoft things, but that was just the uh, like kind of like video of the frog eating the fairy and stuff and that's really it oh so, just a little tiny teaser yeah yeah so there was okay. really no gameplay or anything like that so i would suspect that with everything that's going on in the world now and the fact that they're doing a lot more of their own conferences and e3 isn't as big as it used to be mm-hmm. my guess is, is that they'll probably have a winter or a fall type conference and they'll show it then you're probably, I mean, you're probably right. And I'm hoping they do because Fable, one of my favorite RPGs growing up and to this day, I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. one of the better RPGs out there. So it's one of the, really the only RPGs that was exclusive. I think it's the only exclusive Xbox RPG that I ever really bothered with because um, mm-hmm. it was that good. So, I mean, yeah, I overall, I love, I think Microsoft has the clearest. So like Nintendo, actually, mm-hmm. we, we talked about, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Nintendo... We've always known Nintendo's vision, basically since the mm-hmm. Wii. Since the Wii like came said, out. Looking forward to another Mario game, possibly. But outside of that, they'll push Mario Golf, because that's coming out yep. real soon. I believe at the end of this month or next month, I can't remember. So there's Mario Golf um, and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully there'll be something cool. I would really like, actually, you know, it's kind of funny, having a daughter and everything. I would really like them to make a reverse Super Mario and have Princess Peach kind of be the hero. Gotcha. And do something um, where Mario... Like, kind of what they did with Luigi's Mansion when they were like, hey, we'll feature Luigi. How can we do this? Oh, let's have Mario get captured by King Boo. Like, I Especially cool. with everything going on nowadays, I think that would also... That would help eventually it would be, for Nintendo. It would be really cool. And they have mm-hmm. another character, Daisy, that could also be like a two-player so like you know you always worry like oh mario and luigi well you can do peach and daisy and they have another one rosalinda i think or something but like so there's like there's room for that so it would be really nice if they had some type of um princess peach game where Mm -hmm. it's kind of like mario but she's the she's the hero and she's trying to save them or not even saving Mario. Maybe she's saving Toad or somebody like that. Mario's assisting or something. Or Mario went off on some adventure and got trapped. Or, you know, like, just something where they become the, you know, the heroes. That'd be cool. No, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I think it's it's also, I think, a good just general PR move. I mean, when it really comes down to it. I mean, like I said, with everything going on in the world right now. Hey, Nintendo, if you're listening, which we know you're not yet, but you might go back into the archives <laughs> if you never make it and you hear this podcast. This is why. Like, this is this is what's going to bring the Switch 2 to uh We need to, to We need little Launch girls to want to be a hero too. too, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um exactly. so another thing, uh so actually good segue by the way before we there's only a couple games coming out. I don't know, did you find any deals or no? I didn't really look because I felt like we were kind of going E3 centric. And so, you know, but. So my segue is uh, if you guys are interested, I, this is actually a really big week for me coming up a couple of weeks. A couple of things I actually can't announce yet because it won't be announced till tomorrow. So I'll probably mention it next cast, but, or next stream, next, Jesus, next podcast. There's the word I'm looking for doing too much stuff on Thursday. Um, I will be participating in a charity caster tournament. So all of the casters for Legends of Runeterra are actually going to be playing instead of casting. And um, it's it's supported by Riot. It's um, it's a part of their week leading up to the seasonals. They have this whole like timeline mm-hmm. for the week up to seasonals. It's, uh, it's a charity for the National Center for Chan- Transgender Equality. Um, it's going to be myself, uh, Boulevard, who I usually cast with, as well as all the other casters in the community and uh it's gonna be on cephalopods channel yes cephalopod as in like the crustacean i know it sounds weird um it's cephalopod how you spell it and then l-o-r so twitch.tv backslash and we'll we'll link it we'll link it in the uh in the description of our show and obviously if you're watching us on youtube 
um, it'll be there as well. And speaking of that too, before we get into um, Doze's video game releases of the week, it is so thankful. We're so thankful for everyone. Please give us five stars. Give yeah, us a yeah. review. Ring the bell. Subscribe on YouTube. Do all that fun stuff as we continue to bring you the best content possible within our reason, obviously. Mm -hmm. So we would really appreciate it. We really enjoy uh, doing this for you guys. So we hope that you enjoyed as well and are willing to give us five stars, a positive review, and like and subscribe on YouTube. So with that being said, what's the games coming out this week? We actually only have two. <laughs> Probably because of E3. Um, yeah. On a side note, I just pulled up something on Twitter. The Digimon card game looks pretty fire. I, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't know. Are you interested? Do you want to buy some Digimon cards and play with me? Rough house? No. Are you telling me, well, will, they, will we make money afterwards by reselling them? Possibly. Oh. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Looks fun, though. And, and I need that bootleg Charizard card. I don't know. Dude, I think I have. Dude, I am piling up boxes of cards now. It's insane. It's like my second investment account. Listen, um, we, uh, we definitely <laughs> have to talk about football when it comes yes, to it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, all right. So the two games. We got Police simulator patrol officers which is just a police simulator game that's exactly what it is comes out june 17th for pcs uh and then actually i did not pull this game up yet i feel like we already announced this i, I don't know it's called rogue book i could have sworn we mentioned this before or maybe uh maybe not maybe not actually um it's a, it's a rogue yeah, yeah i all right, maybe it's just because we've seen so many roguelike deck builders around. Um, it seems to be the, the new genre of choice, but it is another roguelike deck builder with some movement mixed in there as well on like a tactical tile-like board. This actually seems pretty cool, to be honest with you. Um, it's only on PC right now, I think, and it comes out again on June 17th. I actually cool. might buy this, Rough House. This, this looks... Oh, okay pretty this looks pretty good it's 25 bucks it's it's 25 bucks deluxe is 35 it looks nice it looks very uh oh. monster train slay the spire-esque with like added added oh. rpg things elements in there so. well then we may have to we may have to do that then we may have to find them and see if they're interested in talking to us too we've we've been working on that stuff it's been slow but steady and looking to get places to, to come on and talk with us and hopefully we'll have more but with that being said that's the end of our trailer everyone want to thank everyone for coming along and uh, taking on this ride for what we reviewed for e3 so far we hope you're able to catch more of e3 on monday and tuesday and we will be reviewing those days next week on our next edition of game wild peace out everybody peace out